The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. And I'm not talking about the draft. We're not here to talk about rookies. We're not here to talk about the draft. I mean, we are here to talk about rookies, but not in like a dynasty context. I've been talking for days and days about these rookies and the NFL draft. My throat is still uh, recovering. Okay. So I am podcasting tomorrow. We're streaming with Matthew Friedman. He gave me an extra day to recuperate. Uh, we stream 10 plus hours, you know, every round, but round seven, right? I think we're excused from, from round seven, right? I think everyone agrees with that. That's fine. Uh, we can bail on round seven. Round, very few skill position players even went in round seven. So I was very happy that we uh, just said no more, <laughs> no more pain. We're done. We will certainly talk about dynasty and rookie drafts at another date, starting with Matthew Friedman, but then Ahan. And, I, and Dario and I are going to talk today a little bit about rookies in the context of best ball drafts. We're going to have Anand and Duri on. We're going to talk about the draft in the context of NFL front offices. We're going to have Nate on soon. And we're going to talk about dynasty rookie drafts and dynasty rookie drafts only. Rookie, 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 rookie. So plenty of rookie talk coming. And if you want to see our rankings, they are updated, right? They're there. So just go check it out. Playerprofiler.com, rookie rankings. We're still in the process of doing some some micro tweaks. I think we we moved George Pickens and James Cook up slightly in the last you know, twelve hours, but that's about it. That's about it. We, we, some new assumptions are coming in, but we're, we're, we've really dialed it in. That, that's we spent the last two days dialing in our five year projections, our one year projections. Dario's been hammering the projections like crazy. Playerprofiler.com. You can get our rookie rankings on either Dynasty Deluxe or the player rankings, and you can get the answers to the test to your rookie draft. I don't know anyone that had the rookie rankings live before we did. I mean, they were boom, and we were on it. But while this was all playing out, while we were updating our rookie rankings, Underdog went ahead and opened Best Ball Mania, and Dario and Ahan jumped in a handful of drafts. There was an invite draft from Josh Larkey, jumped into that, Best Ball Mania draft, and we decided it's worth an emergency podcast. The values available on Underdog, promo code Underworld, promo code Underworld, $100 instant deposit match. I mean, up to $100. I mean, you could put in $50 and get a $50 instant deposit match. That's what deposit match means. You put in $50, you get another $50 on top of that up to the $100 threshold to go to the underdog app. I know we talk about underdog a lot, but that's because it's the best. And at this particular moment in time, we have stale ADPs that can be exploited and it's worth talking about. You gentlemen agree? Very much so. Very much so. I've been cooking people. Let's just say that. We're cooking. 
we're cooking with gas here. I mean, this is what happens, man. You look at this stale ADP and it's a psychological effect that you just can't get off the ADP. Sometimes guys are in there and they're just taking the next guy available or they're like, ah, man, it feels too, feels too early for player X. And then Dario and Ahan are moving in and exploiting and taking player X out from under you. And then you're forced to take player Y. They're fucking with these guys. Ahan and Dario fucking you with analytics. That's what they're doing. That's their job. Talk to us about the draft that you did. You're in one together, correct? Yeah. How'd it go? What happened? So that, the one we were in together was just a little $5 private league that Josh Larkey put out yesterday. Um, and R.I.P. Josh Larkey. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, that's At his least... nickname. That, <laughs> right, no, that, so... that was on Twitter. That was a, that's a Twitter thing. That's a meme now. It is. Josh Larkey R.I.P. Is, 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 that's his name. R.I.P. Yeah, Josh Larkey R.I.P. Uh... Well, R.I.P. his running backs because this dude took four wide receivers to start the draft. True story. I've seen him do it. He's done some crazy stuff. I saw him take 10 running backs once. Yeah, he ended up with a, a nice stack, though, with Devonta Smith and Jalen Hurts, but we're here to talk about our teams. So I'll start, I guess I guess I'll start it off. Didn't A.J. Brown go to the Eagles on draft day? He did. Okay. That's correct. So <laughs> Not the yeah. best stack. Argu- arguably, that would be the third best stack, depending on how you view Goddard as a value versus Devonte Smith. My guess is Devonte Smith's ADP was higher than it should have been because it was, it was a trailing ADP. That's right. Pretty much. Yeah. And I yeah. think Josh went ahead and still drafted him in like the sixth or something like that, but we'll, we'll see how far he falls. I think he might, he could end up being a value and I think he'll be a value in August as a rookie. Yeah. But yeah, I think right now he's someone you probably kind of want to wait and let the dust settle on that. Right. So how did you start the draft, Dario? So yeah, I started from the 10 hole. Dalvin Cook with Kelsey at the 3-4 turn. I came back with Keenan Allen and Patrick Mahomes, complete that Mahomes-Kelsey stack. And then I hit receivers for many rounds in a row. Mike Williams at the back end of the fifth was a value to me. Allen Robinson at the start of the sixth, That's that was like too easy. But his ADP is even later than that. Yesterday his ADP was ninety four. Today it's jumped up to seventy nine. Oh, I believe it's the going to keep. It's going to keep climbing. You have to get in early. The moment these things open, you you get underdog. You get alerts when the tournaments open, and you got to boom, get in there. Yeah, it went from ninety four to seventy nine overnight. It's gonna keep going up. Um, and then I ended up with Traylon Burks and Juju Smith Schuster at the seven eight turn. And I think those are both guys that you'll see going in the sixth round pretty soon. Traylon Burks was going earlier than any other receiver throughout the offseason. And then he ended up actually being the sixth receiver drafted, even though he was the 18th player off the board. Because so many receivers went in succession before him, he ended up being the sixth receiver drafted. Is that a big deal? Is it a big deal to you that Traylon Burks went after Jahan Dotson? Look at me. I'm already ready to... I told myself, I told the audience, I told you guys that I was going to temper the rookie talk, and then here I go. Here, Because this is, it's a burning question. He was the sixth receiver off the board, technically the sixth receiver off the board, and even though he was only 10 spots after Drake London, Drake London technically the number one receiver off the board. I'll let Han take this one, I think. <laughs> yeah. How much I mean, does that matter, those 10 slots? I mean, it, it, talking about rookies right now, like it's just something you – 
you, you kind of have to do. Like, the more you try to avoid it, the more you're going to end up talking about rookies because everybody has different opinions on them. Like, I like Chris Olave. Like, maybe there's somebody in this room who doesn't. Drake London, like, that's that's the obvious. I mean, the, the draft capital, like, well, he was taking few few picks before. He's the one with the draft capital. All of a sudden, Traylon Burks has less dra- draft capital or whatnot. Drake London's the obvious one, but, I mean, I like Chris Olave. I, I took him the first underdog draft I did. Um, I like Alec Pierce, and apparently this is a very unpopular opinion uh, in the streets. So if you let me have Alec Pierce in the 18th round, fine. What? Oh, that's because he didn't have an ADP at all. Some of these guys didn't have ADPs at all coming into this, right? Exactly. So who 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 were your favorite rookies that didn't have ADPs at all? Yesterday, Sky Moore didn't have an ADP, believe it or not. So I think I got him probably in the 10th round of one of my best ball mania teams. I missed out on him in the team where I was putting together the Mahomes sack, so that kind of bummed me out. Josh sniped me there. Of course. Of course. Josh messaged me right after that saying, why does Dario hate Sky Moore? It just deflects that he got Sky Moore. <laughs> okay. But he, he was he was drafted right ahead of you. Yeah. Who did you yeah. draft the pick before Sky Moore? The pick before Sky Moore? Let me, let me go. I'll have to check. God, you got to have this pulled up, guys. I told you to have your teams pulled up. Did I not? Yeah. Uh-huh. I did I stay pull the teams up before the show? It's an emergency show. <laughs> We're doing it off the cuff. I took, the, I took Lazard. I took Lazard before You took Sky Lazard? Moore. I don't mind that. Yeah, I feel That's I, I, I was expecting Sky Moore to make it back another round on that. I was I was Lazard is the wide receiver one on his team. I think I can sleep at night taking Lazard over Sky Moore. I love Lazard, man. Lazard's a good player, right? We're not sure if Christian Watson's any good. I hope he is. I just drafted him in a rookie draft just an hour ago. He better be good. I like him a lot. Alex Dunlap was like, oh, man, Christian Watson, like, the whole time. If you're at the Senior Bowl, roster watch will love you. I mean, Alex Dunlap couldn't stop talking about Damian Pierce and Christian Watson the entire time. And I was like, I got so brainwashed, right, that, you know, after we started talking, I was like, listen, man, we got to – we got to move a couple players ahead of Damian Pierce. Jeez, this is, I, I got a little out ahead of myself talking to Alex, brainwashed. And the thing is, you know, Sky Moore wasn't even a senior. So usually, if a guy goes to Western Michigan, you're going to see him at the senior bowl. Not this, not this time. They did see Alec Pierce. The one thing I'll say about Alec Pierce is Cody doesn't like Alec Pierce because Alec Pierce left the senior bowl early. And those guys do not like that. That's that's a Keyshawn Vaughn corollary right there. You leave early, they don't like it. It shows a little bit of uh, a diva quality, but I mean, he was a he was a monster with the Desmond Ritter. So uh, he's gonna clear number two receiver. Paris Campbell has had many opportunities to have a full healthy season and be productive. He hasn't been able to do it. Do I hope he is? Yeah, but at this point, you go the second round pick that has not struggle to see the field as opposed to the explosive second round pick that's on the verge of being washed out of the league. You could argue that Ashton Doolin's a greater threat to Alec Pierce than Paris Campbell, but Alec Pierce is going to play right away. Great pick. Yeah. And you mentioned like Alec Pierce. I think the, the way the Colts are building this receiving core, it's just a perfect landing spot for me for Alec Pierce, like in best ball mania. That's why I think Matt Ryan is one of the one of the steals late in uh, late in draft one quarterback that's a target for me. He has the offensive line. Michael Pittman is a superstar. Uh, separator. Whoa. What? 
superstar separator. I mean, he, he wins. Wow. I mean, yes, he is a superstar separator, but, I mean, 14 fantasy points a game last year. Uh, there, there was a I mean, second of pause between the word superstar and separator. Superstar separator. But then again, I love DJ Moore. I love D. I think DJ Moore's a superstar. If you, if you know, if if you had a, uh, you know, squirt gun to my head, right? One of the super soakers, and you're like, it's DJ Moore. Is he? Is he? Is he? Is he a superstar? Yard. Tell me the truth. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yes, 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 yes. yes. Please, please. So, I mean, exact same fantasy points per game last year. Pittman and DJ Moore. So, I mean, we can't stop moving Michael Pittman up the rankings because even though Alec Pierce is an exciting best ball player late, he's not a threat to Michael Pittman, right? He's not George Pickens, right? So, you pick essentially Pittman escaped the draft without a significant threat. But that doesn't mean Alec Pierce is a great pick later. Yeah. I don't I mean, I don't know if Chris Ballard is gonna regret taking Alec Pierce one spot before Sky Moore. That's that was what was really stood out to me. We will be mentioning this a lot. Do you know how many times we mentioned uh, Howie Roseman drafting Jalen Rager a spot ahead of Justin Jefferson or Steve Keem? Drafting Andy Isabella, a spot ahead of DK Metcalf, or back to Howie Roseman drafting JJ Arcega Whiteside over DK Metcalf. Well, I didn't know these. Nobody's ever mentioned them before. Yeah, never. <laughs> it's never yes, yes. We just this we're just realizing this is what happened. We're surfacing it for the first time. Yeah, so uh, I suspect, and again, I like the Alec Pierce pick, but I suspect this is gonna be something we come back to <laughs> later time. <laughs> Chris Ballard, man, fake sharp. He's a fake sharp. I, I, he, we had him pushed up in the top five. It was sort of a, a you know, projection, a GM projection, and he's been leaking ever since. He may, probably out of the top ten at this point. Uh, Anand and I have to do our latest GM rankings, and yeah, yeah, I didn't like the, I didn't like the Pierce pick, but it doesn't mean he's not a good pick for fantasy, especially best ball. So, Han, how did how did your team come out looking in that draft we did together? Yeah, so I I, w- I did not start with four wide receivers. I gladly took DeAndre Swift first round. Uh, it's the one lion that I will gladly take at their ADP right now. Um, and then nothing, nothing, uh, nothing. What about much- Shark? You, you take Shark at his ADP? I'm not too enthusiastic about it. I, 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 I'm not. I'm not going to pounce on it per se. I think there are better wide receivers. Okay, you're, you're definitely not drafting. I'm on Ross St. Brown. I'm definitely not drafting. I'm on Ross St. Brown. We're we're multiple tiers lower on him than ADP right now. What about Jamison Williams uh, with the thesis that in, in a tournament, in a best ball mania tournament, you know, Shark gets injured, Jamison Williams comes back off the pop week six, and then you have him for the playoffs in the tournament. Is that a tactic people could implement? J- Jamison Williams is arguably like my favorite wide receiver of the draft per talent. I suspect... Wait, so you like Olave and you like London... And you like Jamison Williams and you like Burks. No, no, no. I, I, I like London for fantasy. I like right. a lot of it for fantasy. Okay. But I'm, I'm not taking any Jamison Williams right now because the crowd seems to forget that Chris Godwin and Jamison Williams are both hurt. And Jamison Williams is going to miss multiple games. The crowd doesn't remember this right now. In a few months, they will. And then in August, when the ADP settles down a bit, I'm going to get me some Jameson Williams. So, so Jameson Williams in these early drafts, he was going too early? 
James Williams is going way too early. You can get, you can get, you can get, uh, g- give me a good example, Dora. You, you can get Olave yeah, in about I mean, the same area as Jameson Williams. This you can get Olave. His ADP is currently behind Jameson Williams. And you can also oh, get like. Okay, well, that's the answer right there. I mean, duh. That's arbitrage right there. One guy's healthy, one guy's not. And one guy's a better quarterback. Uh, I mean, yeah. no one wants Jameis Winston. Like, he's a bridge quarterback, but at least he's a better bridge quarterback than Jared Goff for fantasy. Yeah, For sure. Jameis isn't afraid to chuck it. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, he was last year, but I think that, we, we again, better than Goff. From the chat, we go Spiller or Pierce? I think... In in best ball mania, in, in terms of just redraft best ball, I think you're probably gonna lean Pierce just in hopes that he takes over. I Spiller, I'm ex- kind of ex- sneaky excited for him on the Chargers offense. I think he's gonna like shoulder a lot of the carries that Joshua Kelly and um, Justin Jackson have been able to do absolutely nothing with these last two years, and they mm-hmm. they're looking for someone to, you know, help Eckler absorb less hits. It's just too bad that Spiller's not better than Joshua Kelly. I wish he was. I really wish Spiller was better than Joshua Kelly, and that would make me feel better. But uh, sadly, the answer is a clear Damian Pierce. Clearly Damian Pierce. He's He would have been a second-round pick had he been on a different offense and been super productive, had he not been stuck on Florida because the advanced metrics on him are great, broken tackle rate, and... Uh, <laughs> Flash of the senior bowl. He was the king of the senior bowl. So in terms of the no other running back, Brian Robinson down the list, they, 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 they couldn't, they couldn't compete with Damian Pierce. He was the clear alpha there. Uh, before that, remember it was uh, Antonio Gibson, the senior bowl I attended was, was the man. So if you're, if you're the best wide receiver or the best running back, there are certainly exceptions. Denzel Mims, the famous exception, but usually if you're the best player at your position and at the senior bowl, you're good. That Denzel Mims thing. He didn't get drafted in best ball mania, did he? No, sir. What about uh, Garrett Wilson? Did, did, did Would you consider him a value, or, or, or is there still a little bit of an anchoring to him, knowing that now this is not the greatest situation for year one? I mean, you've, you've found the, 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 the rookie wide receiver that I'm avoiding right now, which is Garrett Wilson. Uh, like, I, I might take him at some point uh, to – you know, to, to fill up some stacks with Zach Wilson, because I'm getting a lot of Elijah Moore, and then I stack with Zach Wilson. Maybe I get some Garrett Wilson in the process, but I'm not targeting Garrett Wilson as a standalone. You can get the other rookies that I'm much higher on. It's just not a great situation. You have Brees Hall there. Was, you, you don't know how balanced or unbalanced this offense is going to be. Brees Hall is really good. Elijah Moore is still the alpha there, and they signed like 15 tight ends. That's right. Yeah, I, I was bending my will to get Brees Hall – in a uh, rookie draft, I had the 103. I was trying to trade up to get him. I just could not do it. So if you have the 103 through 105, you either trade up or you trade back. Or you trade up or trade back. If you ain't first, be last, right? If you ain't first, be last in rookie drafts, man. That's how you do it. <laughs> so I ended up getting a 2023 first rounder in the deal, and Tyler Boyd moved back to the, the end of the first round, uh, picked Christian Watson, felt great about it. I mean, if I I can go wide receiver at the 103 or wide receiver at the 112, what are we doing here, right? And it's if if we looked up and Christian Watson was more productive in 2022 than almost any of these other rookies, no one would be surprised. It's him and Lazard, 
right? For the same reasons you like Lazard, you like Christian Watson. I mean, if you like Alec Pierce, right? Christian Watson, my God. So Lazard's feels like a great value because yes, they did draft a receiver at the beginning of the second round, but it was a small school wide receiver, probably a bit raw. It's going to be the Lazard show. Is there, are there any more Lazards out there that we can get excited about value receivers in, in best ball? I think in that similar range, I'm not afraid to take some shots on AJ green. Um, especially with the Deandre Hopkins suspension, like, AJ Green produced last year for the Cardinals. His ADP is like currently in the 200s, so it has a long way to go up. And I'm, I'll probably keep drafting match. him until he's like maybe approaching the 120, 130 range. You got any, you got any uh, old crusty vets for us, Ahan? I mean, a, a little bit ahead of AJ Green, but Curtis Samuel. Um, Curtis Samuel is a guy I've been on all offseason. And I think if you actually wait a few more days and people start getting on the Johan Dotson train and start drafting him, um, then just fade Johan Dotson because Carson Wentz isn't the best landing spot for a separation guy. He's going to throw to Curtis Samuel. I mean, there's a joke, you know, he tweeted a few years ago that I love Curtis Samuel. Carson Wentz did. But seriously, Curtis Samuel, probably the second option wide receiver. After and and he's going to find ways, like in, in best ball, yeah. they're going to find ways to get in the ball. He's going to score on a end around, yeah. right? They're going to give him carries out of the backfield. They're going to do all kinds of things to get Curtis Samuel the ball. You have that player. He's going to get touches no matter what. Jahan Dotson is a rookie, and this offense will be a little bit better. And when I, yes, in Dynasty, this was not a great thing for Curtis Samuel. Like it was longer term, not good, right? But the overcorrection, especially in best ball leagues, is going to be there. That's that's a great one. That's a great overcorrection. Do you have another? Do you have an overcorrection? Another overcorrection for us, Dario? Where you're like, listen, guys, come on. I think that Marquise Brown is going to be an interesting one to see how far up he shoots. Like, I, I guess to stick with the Cardinals' offense is my theme today. But he he immediately bounced to like the mid fifties where he's going right next to the guys like Michael Pittman, Michael Thomas ahead of, you know, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy. And I think that that might be an overcorrection in the direction that you don't want to see because right. he's someone that, you know, I, I know that you're very much not a fan of his profile, Matt, but I think that just waiting to see the role that the Cardinals are going to deploy him in. I know he has a rapport with, Kyler Murray, but I think that he might be someone where if he overcorrects, I might just take Pittman instead there nine times out of ten. Oh, yeah. If the argument is, oh, you can't draft uh, Rondale Moore because they don't want to use him, he his hands get shaky deep. Well, who has the shakiest hands in the deeper quadrants? Who has shakier hands than Marquise Brown? Very few. So I think it's going to be a competition. I think it's going to be open open competition between Rondale Moore and Marquise Brown to see who ends up in that field stretcher role. That's the role you want. You don't want the gadget role. You don't want the Curtis Samuel role if you're going to be paying up for a player. You want Curtis Samuel and Rondale Moore if they're super inexpensive. And I think we would have had a real just overcorrection on Rondale Moore. We, he would have fallen to the end of drafts after the Marquise Brown trade. But now with, oh, God, with the suspension, it's like new life breathe i mean they're just constantly resuscitating <laughs> rondell moore at every turn 
Yeah, yeah. I don't know. So we'll see how his, his ADP shakes out. But I also thought it was cool. The Chargers didn't draft a wide receiver at all. So you talked about drafting Mike Williams. That was great. I love seeing them not draft any wide receivers. And there you go. Boom, Keenan Allen. Boom, Mike Williams. Yeah, that should hopefully be a very concentrated, very efficient passing attack this season. And I will, in that same draft with Josh Larkey, I drafted, I think, one or both of those Chargers receivers. So I think it was both. I'm excited for that. Cool. What about a guy like, let's say, uh, Brandon Cooks? Do you, do you foresee a little overcorrection on him and, and, and him being a better value after this? Brandon Cooks might be like the most boring offseason name because he doesn't move no matter what. Like every season you can. Oh, manage- but they got Mechie. Uh, 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 dude, they got Mechie. They got Mechie. Oh, bro, Cooks is dead. You don't want Cooks. They got Mechie. Uh-huh. Come on. I'm going to go ahead and uh, respectfully say that Brandon Cooks is, is the alpha. And I like I like Brevin Jordan. I, I pushed some Brevin Jordan agenda, but it's Good. not enough to stop. Brandon Cooks from being the clear alpha. He just stays there at East. Dario, you can confirm this, right? He has not moved much like all offseason, even after some of us had pushed the agenda that Brandon No, Cooks yeah. Had- Brandon Cooks is it's funny because I think in our in our notes here on our like fade Chris Godwin all caps, like his ADP, like I I think Brandon Cooks is about 20 or 30 spots behind him at ADP. And I just think oh. like you better not be taking Godwin over. Well, the the, the case is just, I mean, it's not as much fading Godwin. You want a piece of that offense whenever possible, assuming the ADP isn't ridiculous, which it sounds like it is, given he's probably going to start the season on the pop. But, I mean, I just like the arbitrage of going Russell Gage, right? And unfortunately, the Bucks didn't draft any wide receivers. They did sign some guys, though. They, they, they signed a couple interesting wide receivers, late that uh we ended up pushing up so i mean the, the guys that are you know worth monitoring at least uh, uh sort of uh um, undrafted players jareth stearns you, you're familiar with him a little bit yeah he signed with the bucks uh 82nd percentile burst and agility just didn't have the dominator rating because bailey zappy threw for seven thousand yards and you can't have a big-time dominator rating with, with if he's thrown for that many yards. But he did command 29% of those Bailey Zappi targets. He did have 1,900 yards. So he did have 1,900 yards. He had 1,900 yards. Not too and he, shabby. And, he's, and he has great burst and agility, and he signed with Tampa. He's interesting. Like I think at some point this year, Jareth Stearns is going to have an ADP on underdog. Promo code Underworld. But anyway. Not a bad bet. I like the last round flyer. I mean, this is why I'm on the show. You guys are here to get, you know, zero one of these bets. I'm here to talk about Jared Stearns. That's what we, that's, that's, that's (laughs) the story. So uh, what about looking at best ball mania? Is Michael Gallup interesting because he's going to be a value. He's going to come back and then he's going to be there. Or is he basically in that Chris Godwin category where the market, the public, they're not baking in his games missed and, and really you should be focused on Khalil Shakir. You mean Tolbert? Did I say Khalil Shakir? I meant Jalen Tolbert. Yeah. Um, I think Gallup is currently like very affordable. And especially like if you have a team where you're putting together stacks with Dak Prescott, like you 
definitely got to roll the dice on Gallup. Let me see where his ADP is falling right now. Speaking of, speaking of Gallup, like somebody that we have ranked right now one spot ahead of Gallup, it just the 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 competition when you're drafting when you're drafting in a certain area, you see who who's a safer bet, so to speak, who has a higher upside. Is like Jacoby Myers is one spot ahead in our rankings, but he's ten or about ten spots below uh, Michael Gallup in ADP. Yeah, are we Some really things, things change? The more they change, the more they stay the same. Like, are, are we really afraid? Jacoby Myers, we're are Jacoby we really Myers that, shop. Are we afraid that Devonte Parker and Nelson Aguilar still being there is going to stop Bill Belichick from um, giving Jacoby Myers targets? Like, no, bro. Uh-huh. Yeah. They made the best pick of the draft out of all the rookie wide receivers. Tyquan Thornton is going to be on the Patriots yeah, in twenty twenty two. Man, <laughs> that, that doesn't deserve a response. He's got he's got speed. That was a disappointment. That was a disappointment. Uh, yeah, bummer. It, it, they they could have had Calvin Austin later. Not a great, not a great, not not Bill Belichick's best wide receiver draft pick. They're cursed in the second round. <laughs> they probably uh, could have had Thornton later too. I don't, I don't think they could have had. Th- who knows? We don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming they did their research or something. I don't know. No, they could. There's no way. There's no way they could have had him later. Big mistake, Bill. Fellas, it was a great emergency. Thanks for jumping on. We're gonna wrap this. We're gonna wrap this puppy up. I told you half an hour. I, 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 I take half an hour of your time, but we, we gotta we gotta get something out there for the people. They gotta know about what's going on with these ADPs because they're. I mean, they're moving so fast. Where you wake up the next morning, the ADP has shifted 15, 20 slots. Now is the time to get in there and start drafting. I, uh, if I may, my last words will be: draft Rashad White. Draft James Cook. They're they're flying off the board, and they, those are the rookies you're going to want. They're the ones that are going to be catching passes in high-volume passing offenses. And I think I saw someone make the comparison of James Cook to possible rookie year Alvin Kamara outcomes, and I think it, 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 it could happen. I doubt it, but it's possible. <laughs> My guy is Keontae Ingram. If you want a late-round... Uh, rookie, six rounder that could, that could give you some Khalil Herbert level weeks in the event of a James Conner inevitable injury. My guy's the all-purpose Keontae Ingram from USC. USC, baby, <laughs> you're all a mater. What do you got for us? I'm worried about final words. Final words, Ahan. Mine is simple. Number one, since we're naming rookies, Tyler Algier. I feel like that's one of the obvious ones. Yeah, it's yeah, it's easy. Like, look at his competition, Tyler Algier. And number two, get on these ADPs quickly because people are actually drafting Marlon Mack now, and it's very sad. My exposure on Marlon Mack is less than 100% now.